and welcome back to another episode of What the Heck is a Happy Lifestyle. This is episode six and today we're going to be talking about are you what you eat? If you want to be happy it's gonna have to be a lifestyle switch and if you want to be happy you're gonna have to do the work indeed. Quick fixes become better diets to take back your time and live your life for you. Cause if you want to be happy, it's gonna have to be a lifestyle switch. Hello, 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 welcome back. Uh, so, um, it's been a minute, it's been a minute, it's been a beat. I realised that I like listening to things on fast speed. So I used to do this on audiobooks. I'd put them at like 1.5 or 1.25 times. And then I've realised recently, you can do the same with WhatsApp messages. So most people's WhatsApp voice notes I listen to at 2 times 2. I also do the same for YouTubes. If it's not about what they're showing on camera, if it's more about what they're saying, and I'm not actually looking at the screen particularly, then I will quite often listen to these at, yeah, either 1.25, 1.5, or, or 2. If I'm beyond 2, is a bit too fast. And I thought, oh, I wonder if anyone else, if anyone listens to my podcast sped up. And then I realised, Jess, if they listen to you sped up, it would sound like times 5, because you already speak at, like, times 2. And I'm like, oh, OK, maybe not. But I'm trying to save your time. Speaking quickly, so we can get more quality content in there. And yes, I understand that it does mean that if English isn't your first language um, and you're just learning English, I'm probably not going to be a great podcast because I do speak at a mile a minute. But I'm happy this way. So there we go. Uh, we are now into the summer holidays and I am reaping the benefits of all that time I took to plan out my July and August. It's really funny because I keep getting people doing last minute messages for guest spots like we've been talking about it for ages or we've had one. I had a couple of people cancel in June um, where they booked me for guest spots and and then they come back to me and with like a day's notice and stuff and I'm like, it's the summer holidays. I have a human, a small human to look after for one, but also in general, I just don't, occasionally I can do it. Kind of don't want to say don't ask, but also don't be offended when I'm like, yeah, no, I need, I need like two months notice of things. So, but part of that is getting people into the habit of giving you notice. So I definitely think we should do a podcast around that. Uh, if people are used to getting you last minute, and you don't want that to be a thing anymore, it can be quite a tricky transition. So anyway, anyway, that's an episode in itself. Today we are going to be talking about food, one of my favourite things in the world. Food, sleep and cuddles with my small human and my partner are my top three things ever. Like even be out of the gym, I'm afraid. It's just, just got to be said, I love food. I love real, like real cooking food as opposed to um, processed artificial. I will eat it occasionally. I'm not going to say that. But I am predominantly, and this is where loads of you are going to stop listening, because for some reason I say this word and people instantly get offended. I am whole food plant-based, predominantly. So for some people I refer to it as vegan. I don't think in my core that I am necessarily quite connect with the word vegan but I think it translates it's the most instantly recognizable version of how I eat and consume other products related to animals that people understand 
So yes, we've become that vegan family at school. I think there might be another vegan family in the older end of school, um, but in in the younger end, in sort of the reception year one, year two, but I think we might be the only vegans. And we've had a load more people joining, will be joining in September, and I really want to put in the group chat, are there any other vegans yet? Am I still the only one? But I would mean that, ha ha, that's funny. Whereas, I don't know, what is it about food that people get offended about? And this could be multiple podcasts, so there probably will be some more food related. But I do find this really interesting. Um, if you looked at the obesity epidemic, people will be like, oh, but I'm, I'm like, it's offensive to say someone's not healthy. They'll be like, you can't call me not healthy just because I'm overweight. And it's like, I am completely in agreement that we can't call people fat, overweight. I'm already at five years old making sure that those are not how my daughter phrases things. Um, we make sure that we talk about if someone's actually muscly or if it's additional adipose tissue, because that's what it is. And also not using the phrase, we're trying to avoid the phrase, um, that person is fat or that dog is fat. That dog has fat, that cat has fat, because there's still books in like the curriculum in school that says that the fat cat sat on the mat. And I'm like, I say to my daughter, and I said, is that cat fat? She said, no, mommy, the cat has fat. Or sometimes if she's feeling super smart, she'll say, no, mommy, that cat has additional adipose tissue. And it cracks me up. But so that, yes, offensive, because it's usually mean as a derogatory term. But why do we find unhealthy derogatory and why are we like so we are so defensive as human beings when people deign to say that what we're doing is unhealthy now part of me is like mind your own beeswax if you think someone's unhealthy but there is this sort of middle area so if someone's preaching on social media about their healthy lifestyle but actually it's really not healthy then you might be like hang on a minute this isn't a healthy way to live so if they're promoting like eating half a carrot a day and that's all you need and you're like dude that's not healthy then yeah probably because it's misinformation out there in the world and we kind of need to be helping to stamp that kind of thing out so it's it's a very tricky gray area and um as my therapist will tell you i don't like gray areas i like black and white <laughs> Don't like the middle bit, the uncertainty, grow area, middle bit. Don't like that bit at all. Um, so I don't know what it is, but people get really offended if you question their health choices. And this doesn't just stem to food, but food is definitely one of the big ones. I slid a little yawn in there, so I had to hit pause. I tend to not edit these. I tend to just do long form um, audio, but... I think I don't think you want to listen to me on. So there's that. Yeah, if, 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 but answer the back of the postcard. Why are we so offended when people question that we're saying something's healthy when it's not? I am a personal trainer. I don't currently work as one, but I have all the qualifications. I previously had my own studio in central London near Waterloo. I have a sports nutrition qualification, normal nutrition qualification, and I'm also now doing my vegan nutritionist qualification as well, slowly, because it's not a massive priority. It's more nice to do than anything else. Um, so other things, well, <sighs> don't first. I'm not hitting pause for that yawn. You can just deal with it. <laughs> I'm, but there's a lot of, between social media with a lot of incorrect information and outdated information, I also have to know my time and place with it. So if I 
get introduced to someone in the queue, another mum in the queue to pick up the kids from school. It's not really the time to get into the deeper meaningfuls about food and what is and isn't healthy. And if you, if someone, even, even if someone comes to me and asks me, say, oh, I've been doing such and such and such, in your opinion, do you think that's the healthiest option? I am also very, very careful to give advice then because even that person that's come to me for the advice seems to get incredibly defensive <laughs> about the fact that I'm like, well, actually not, or that actually, I'm really sorry, but that, that data has been disproved, that research has been disproved. Um, and the thing is, our food isn't, when we're coming back to the initial question, are we what we eat? Our food isn't just about what it physically creates. So our body is always growing, like our skin cells fall off, our nails grow and we cut them, all that kind of thing. Our hair gets cut. We are always growing and evolving and our bones are healing up, cut and always growing, always growing. And that comes from somewhere that doesn't just magically appear out of nowhere. That is built on the foundational building blocks of the stuff we eat. So physically, we are literally what we eat, what we take in, what we consume. We are literally that stuff. But I also like to look at it from a more of a metaphorical standpoint. And um, fun story, my daughter and I are talking about metaphorical and physical a lot at the moment and getting her spotting which way around things are. She's five. She's just really smart when it comes to those. We have deeper meaningfuls. And my bestest little buddy in our deeper meaningful conversations. So from more from that's from a physical point of view. Yes, scientifically, we are what we eat because our bodies use what we take in as part of the process of us growing and evolving, et cetera, et cetera. So we are literally what we eat. So um, while your body will do its utmost to work with what it's got, isn't like that really awkward builder that comes around and be like, nah, that's no good. I'm not putting that together. doesn't matter if you give your body a bit of broken cement and some dried up glue and some like falling apart bits of stick it will do its best to to build the house that it's meant to be building. Like, our bodies are awesome like that. But it's not necessarily going to be fit to withstand a storm, should a storm come along. Um, it's not necessarily going to look and feel how we want it to. I mean, any builder will tell you, you need to start with, with good building materials. Sometimes you can slap a load of paint on it and hope for the best at the end. But in the end, mm, like with our bodies, it doesn't matter how you dress it up or what makeup you put on it. If it's not being nourished from within, it will eventually show. And it could be the further down the line that all your hair falls out, whatever it might be. There's loads of different things that go wrong. So physically, um, this is quite an easy one. Yes, you are physically what you eat. And um, there's other things that go into it. But yes, you are physically what you eat. But then metaphorically, this other side of it. Um, are we metaphorically what we eat? There's a funny little saying about you are what you eat, so don't be cheap, fast, or easy. Um, <laughs> the easy one always makes me chuckle. Um, I wouldn't mind food being easy, but then I like some quite simple foods, like a jacket potato. Easy. And it's a whole food. It's a potato. Um, depends, I guess, what you put on top of it. My favourite is a little bit of vegan mayo and baked beans. And maybe some cheese, but you can give or take the cheese, but something about... I don't know, my mum, my I think it was, always put butter on the potatoes. It was my partner that introduced me to putting mayo where the butter would normally go. So 
baked potato and mayo and baked beans on top. Um, so yes, you've got a, a processed product in there with a vegan mayonnaise, but I'm not eating um, chicken periods, I'm afraid. <laughs> I never saw eggs like that. And it was only after I'd been vegan for like six months that someone was just like, I just don't get why people eat eggs. It's a chicken's period. And I was like, oh, eggs are ruined now. Even if I stopped being vegan, eggs have been destroyed by that phrase. Um, so yeah, I, have my, I don't mind having my little processed mayo. And I do find that really interesting though, when it's a vegan product like that, don't worry, this isn't a vegan preach session. It's just a, this is just a funny observation. So they'll be, oh, but it's made up of loads of chemicals. And then you turn around the normal mayonnaise and I kind of want to be like, oh, so you're making your mayonnaise from scratch every time you eat it with the egg bits. I can't remember if it's the egg whites or the egg yolks that you use for mayonnaise, but whichever one of those, with the egg and the oil, you're making it from scratch every time. Because that's the only way that it's less processed. And even then, it's still processed because an oil in oil format is processed because it's been through a process. Um, so you can take your my vegan products of more processed than yours argument and do one. <laughs> um, and also vegan mayonnaise is yummy, so I'm still going to eat it. Um, so when it comes to metaphorical are you what you eat, does it stand by your morals and ethical code? It's quite a big one for me. I don't know why I can't stop yawning today. I really apologise, but I need to film this today, so it's happening. Um, I want to buy local. So metaphorically, am I what I want to be eating? Am I buying local? Where possible, yes. Uh, we do a rescue food veg box every other week. Um, we get a veg box, and that's our rescued veg and fruit. And I think we are going to make that weekly one fairly soon. In fact, I might do that after this podcast. We're just going to make that a weekly thing. Um, what else? Do we, I'm trying to think what other metaphorical examples that I could give. Obviously, for me, environmental impact, animal welfare impact and locality, which ties in with environmental impact, is a big part of our food selection process. Same with like the packaging that they come in. That for me, I'm eating that. I'm not physically eating that packaging, but every time I eat a product that came in packaging, I'm metaphorically eating that packaging. So from that standpoint, I think it's important to factor in, are you what you eat? Um, are you, if you're trying to be better for the planet and all those kind of jazz, that a huge part of that starts with our food selection, be it that you want to go more plant-based or that you are going to buy from refill larders or the butchers instead of buying the stuff that comes in packaging and things like that. Um, I think that is another important aspect to the art, what you eat standpoint or argument for or against, etc. that you make sure that you are Considering all these other kind of impacts that happens when you're food, with your food, when you're food. I'm not food, hopefully. This is a lion prowling around outside that's hungry, then I should be okay. But I hope this has sparked a few little thoughts for you. So I'd like to have a think. What is it that you want to be, be it physically energised or happy or a meta... Energised? <laughs> Hard speech day today. Energised or strong, or you want clear skin, or maybe more from a mental standpoint, if you want happiness and clarity of mind, because our food impacts our mental health a lot. Very important thing, uh, food impacting our mental health. Um, food that brings us joy. Uh, yeah, my my vegan ice cream. <laughs> Less 
on the nutritious side than some of my food, but it brings me so much joy and it makes my mental health happy. I opt for the 80-20 rule when it comes to food. As long as 80% of it is like plant-based, made from scratch type food, then the 20% I'm just gonna let it slide. Uh, still won't eat from McDonald's. I, I have a lot of opinions about McDonald's and not just the appalling quality of the food and their like bad links to like animal welfare and stuff. Um, but lots of other things like how badly they treat their franchise owners and things. And that for me is an example of I am what I eat. I can, we can vote with what we eat. So you can, you can vote for how you want life to be with the way you eat by only buying from certain people or certain types of stockists or only buying local or only supporting one or two supermarkets or not supporting a certain supermarket because they don't show up in the world in a way that you want to. Those are all the ways that we are what we eat. I hope you have an amazing day. If you're not already a member, don't forget we have a free Facebook group. And if you're ready to completely transform your life, completely in always shape or form she says famous last words then check out a happy lifestyle club which is my paid online membership um i say online eventually we'll have some in-person things but the guaranteed stuff is all online have an amazing day and i shall see you soon ta-ta for now if you want to be happy, it's going to have to be a lifestyle switch. And if you want to be happy, you're going to have to do the work indeed. Quick fixes become better diets to take back your time and live your life for you. Because if you want to be happy, it's going to have to be a lifestyle switch.